This is a Real Ghost Stories Online Extra. This is Jill from Indiana. I've recorded this a couple times because I keep getting sidetracked because I'm tired. So I'm going to try to shorten this up. (laughs) I was calling because I was listening to uh, one of your older podcasts, and you were talking about that you, uh, I think Jenny was mentioning, and she believed there were people who, uh, for whatever reason, almost repel spiritual activity, drive it away, and uh, those types of people, of course, will never see or experience, even if they want to. And uh, I was calling to let you know we agree with that. Um, I, like I said I, before, I've been doing this for about 10 years, and we've actually done experiments with this. We had two people in our group at one point that were definite coolers, my husband being one of them. And um, we could have a small group um, doing uh, what would be called an EVP session, but it's much more than that. So you have like maybe four or five investigators circling up, running electronic uh, audio recorders. I myself used a Zoom H2. Um, Another person in our group has the Zoom H4, which is an amazing piece of equipment. Uh, probably a little bit of overkill for what we're doing. You can hear a mosquito fart with that thing. <laughs> but that uh, these high-end recorders, by the way, a lot of people say, oh, you don't need that. It's overkill. Just get a cheap recorder. And on that note, if you're going to do this on a regular basis, don't, don't waste your money on a cheap recorder. That cheap recorder is going to pick up your jacket rustling, a Velcro bag opening, uh, your pants rubbing together, leaves crunching, and it's going to sound like a creepy whisper because it is a cheap piece of crap recorder. It was never intended to be used this way. The high-end recorders, the Zoom series, all of them, uh, I'm not excited about the H1, but the 2, 3, and 4, uh, for sure, you know that is the sound of a Velcro bag opening. Even if that Velcro bag is being opened on the other side of a 20-foot roof, you hear it and you know that's the sound of Velcro, which is very handy when the person next to you using the cheap recorder says, listen to this whisper I got, and you can go to the same spot in your recording and find it say, oh, that's so-and-so's Velcro bag. Anyway, I'm getting distracted again. So as far as the coolers, uh, we have group of people circled up. We have the high-end digital recorders going. Usually there's somebody running a video camera with night vision. We have electrostatic uh, meters running. We also have a meter that's called a natural. It, it's supposed to pick up natural fluctuations. Um, I, I don't know how to explain it. I'm not a technical guru. Even humans, like when you reach for this machine, it measures your own electrical and so that has to be set somewhere, and nobody touch it, go near it. But then if it goes off when nobody's touching or going near it, then that just says there's some sort of fluctuation in the natural currency, if I'm making any sense. Uh, we also have motion detectors, uh, vibrations, if you set it on the floor. And if the, say you're in an area with uh, not anything but cement, the ground, wood, uh, a regular house carpet, 
if there's any movement, the vibrations are picked up and the light on this device will flicker according to how strong that vibration is. This is handy if you have several of them. You can place them all about and you can see if there is something unseen walking, actually, which is blows your mind, that a spirit or a ghost uh, would not just make the sound of footprints, they're actually vibrating the floor as they move, which begs the question, is this spiritual or is it actually in the physical realm and we can't see it? Whole nother topic. But we're doing this. We have a lot of equipment running. That's the point. There's more, but I won't go into it. And we've got activity on three or four devices, not just one thing. We're getting multiple readings on multiple devices that that backs each other up, lots of puzzle pieces coming together. And as soon as the cooler walks up, everything stops, everything. And uh, we've done experiments before where as long as that cooler is standing there, we get nothing. And then the cooler will back away, and uh, we keep going, will you talk to us now? Is he far enough away now? Will you come back, please? And as when they get certain distance away, and it, does, it changes depending on where you're at, they come back. And we've asked them when they are communicating verbally, either through a ghost box or a radio or um, talking out loud using EVP, we'll ask them, why don't you like this person? And uh, <laughs> in my husband's case, I said, uh, you know, Jeff is walking up. And the spirit box, before he got there, said, he's a bastard. And we all laughed. And he walked up. He said, what's so funny? And I said, well, the spirit we were talking to says you were a bastard. And he won't talk to us while you're here. And we tried to get it to respond. We tried to talk to it again about the things it was enjoying talking to us about. And nothing worked. And so he, my husband, left the room. He said, fine, I'll be downstairs. He left the room, and the spirit came back, and we asked him, why don't you like him? And he just would say, he just was called, at that time, he was just calling him a lot of things. He called him a bastard. He said he was an asshole. Then he switched to a totally different uh, set of slurs, almost like a 1920s, calling him like a dinkleberry or muttonhead uh, so I don't know if those were two separate spirits talking. It was odd that they would use an old-time vernacular and then switch to a modern day. But at any rate, they just were using derogatory terms. We've used two different coolers to do these experiments when the spirit talking to us seemed to be strong and dominant, not having trouble communicating. And uh, on several occasions, they've said uh, that they've... Uh, my husband had said on one occasion that he was told that they vibrate too fast, which uh, would fall along the belief system that uh, every human being has their own personal energy signature, uh, which would be why some people are more attracting than others. And that uh, I guess if you vibrate at a certain level, they don't like that. They don't come near you. They won't interact with you. And I don't know. Um, a lot of psychics have said that you can change your vibration if you change your 
your personality, like your karma, uh, try to be more positive, more uplifting, less negative thoughts, more positive thoughts, that sort of thing. Um, I haven't done any experiments with that yet. I've tried going into haunted areas full of happy, happy, joy, joy, and we get lots of activity. I also tried going in thinking of things that made me angry, still got activity, tried going in thinking of things that made me sad to the point that I was in tears, just every, just fill your head with that, still got activity. So uh, I'm probably not the person to run that sort of experiment, kind of a sure thing, but the if you were thinking angry, hateful thoughts, you did attract that type of fear. The, the angry, throwing things, hurting you, pushing, shoving you, that kind of spirit is what you're going to get. Now, of course, none of that is guaranteed, but um, I only did that particular experiment about four or five times because I really don't like being attacked and pushed and shoved and uh, it sucks. It's scary and it sticks with you. And usually after they physically attack you like that, you could spend three days to a month trying to recover. You feel like you have the flu. You can't, you're just strange. You're tired. You're sleepy. You hurt. You physically hurt. Nightmares, the whole bit. So I did that three or four times or four or five times. Uh, Suck every time. I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> so uh, if you're going to be an investigator, I guess have a cooler in the group. They are super helpful. If things get out of hand, just call for the cooler. If somebody is scared or touched inappropriately, call for the cooler. Um, they're great. So just because you've never, ever seen anything and you've never experienced it doesn't mean you're not useful. Um, we all have a niche, and I think each of us plays our own little role, and uh, I hope that's helpful. And I love your show. So I'll keep listening. Thank you. If you want more real ghost stories and access to the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories, become an extra podcast person, an EPP. Sign up now at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories.